Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Danielle Belton about her wedding at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about her planning process and about how the whole wedding turned out. So welcome, Danielle. Hey, how are you, Carrie? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Now, I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys even decided that you wanted to have a Disney wedding. I'm a gigantic Disney fan. My husband likes Disney, doesn't love it, but he likes Disney a lot. And we've gone there a couple of times. We actually got engaged in Disneyland, California in September of 2017. He actually set it up. It was a surprise. My friends were involved. I ran a half marathon. They knew about it. And I spent 13 miles with these girls. And I had no idea it was coming at the end. (laughs) So when you crossed the finish line, you proposed? No. So after the half marathon, we went back to the hotel. I showered. It was probably the hottest day in September. And I laid down, I felt awful. And he was like, come on, we got to go to the park. We got to go to the park. And he actually lured me out of the hotel room by promising me some uh, mint juleps and beignets. (laughs) And (laughs) it worked. So we went over to like the New Orleans area and I sat down, we got our beignets and mint juleps. And he's like, you know, I was thinking we have in our house, we have a wall with a bunch of art and photography that we've collected since we've been together. And he's like, you know, I think it would be really cool if we had like a caricature of the two of us and we could put it on the wall. And me not thinking anything, I was like, sure, why not? That that works. So he went over to the caricature area and he told them that he was there and he had previously set this up. So they were like, whenever she's ready, come on over. So we went over uh, after breakfast and we sat down. All of a sudden a photographer showed up and he was like, yeah, I like to take photos from start to finish. So you could see the progression of, of the picture. And then people started gathering and like watching and I didn't think anything of it, it was hot. I was tired. Then a pirate band showed up and the guy (laughs) playing the accordion, he was winking at us and still no idea what was going on. So then finally, probably after what seemed like an hour of sitting there, the girl was like, oh, are you ready to see it? And I was like, yes, of course. I want to get up and move. And when she went to go turn it around, Nick got down on one knee and proposed, and it said, and I was looking at the the photo, and it said, will you marry me? And I looked at Nick, kneeling down with this ring in his hand, and the first words out of my mouth was, does my dad know? 
and everybody in this New Orleans area um, were like screaming. It was <laughs> one of the craziest things I've ever experienced. It was funny. It was it was so heartfelt. It was awesome. So then we got into talking about planning a wedding and we chose Disney because, well, my husband travels a lot for work and we didn't have a lot of time on our hands to actually plan a wedding and we wanted something completely simple. So I started doing some research and our families traveled from from Korea, from Vegas, from California, New York, New Jersey. So this was probably the best option for us. And we wanted to just have fun. And we did. How did you choose Disney World over Disneyland? Probably because there's more options. My nephews are 11. They've been to the States twice since they were born. And my brother's in the military. So they were a large factor as well. So when my brother flew over with his wife and kids... They stopped in New York, and then my parents wound up actually driving down to to Disney. They brought my dress, because I had purchased my dress at Kleinfeld in Manhattan. We live in Pennsylvania, so it was easy for them to pick up the dress and kind of just make their way down to Florida. And my sister-in-law didn't want to fly to the West Coast either, because after being on a plane for 22 hours to New York, she's like, over my dead body, am I... (laughs) Am I getting on another airplane to fly down to Florida? (laughs) Interesting. Okay, so what was the reaction like when they found out they were going to have to do all this? (laughs) Everyone was super excited. I think the hardest part about planning the escape wedding was we have a very small family. Believe it or not, I'm Italian, and we have the smallest family on the planet. (laughs) Um, Usually it's, you know, supposed to be really big, and but... We had no trouble with inviting our family and then filling in with some really close friends. So everyone was super excited. And I think that was probably the the best selling point was, hey, we're all going on vacation together. It was kind of like a family reunion, a family get together with my husband's family and kind of just being all in the same place at the same time for the first time in a really long time. So it worked out really well. That's fantastic. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to attend? So we invited 25 and 23 people showed up. Talk about how you chose Luau Point as your venue. I had seen a photo a really long time ago and I was familiar with that area. And we looked at the locations and I said, you know what? I really want to get married under that tree. One it's it provided shade and two it's just it wasn't like over the top disney but you knew that you were there so we like being outdoors i'm a runner my husband loves to hike so it kind of worked out you know we have this massive tree it's gorgeous and then we had the scenic beach in the background so it was just the day of the wedding it wasn't that hot considering it was the end of October, and usually that's a hit-or-miss time for for Florida. So it was a little bit warm when you stood in the sun, but being under the tree kind of worked out. So we knew that we just wanted a a shady, cool spot. (laughs) And did you plan anything after the ceremony? 
So after the ceremony, instead of doing like a traditional reception where we all went somewhere and it was like a catered buffet, we actually took all of our guests out to lunch at the Kona Cafe. I had reserved Kona Cafe probably a couple of months in advance. I spoke to a restaurant manager and they were able to help me book 25 guests. And then we had our guests order off the regular menu and wound up paying the bill. Actually, my mother-in-law paid for for the lunch. She used Disney gift cards. She had about 50. <laughs> she had like a stack of 50 gift cards <laughs> and she just gave them the whole stack. <laughs> And did you eat the cake at the ceremony site during the cake and champagne reception? Or did you save it and then like unbox it to eat after lunch? So we had the two-tiered cake and we served the bottom tier at the ceremony with the cake and champagne. Or actually, instead of champagne, we opted to do the, the cider. We have a lot of non-drinkers in our wedding party, so it kind of just worked out that they offered the cider, and I think we were provided four bottles of the cider. So we did bottom-tier cake was red velvet, so we served that, and the top tier, which was carrot cake, we brought that back to our resort with us. Got it. So which options from the package did you choose? Like the cake design, the bouquet? The bouquet, I actually took the two petite bouquets, which I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're massive. <laughs> um, we wound up giving them to our, our mothers. I didn't have a, a bridal party. So my, my mom and my mother-in-law, they both got a bouquet. My mom got lavender roses and... My mother-in-law had gotten like a tropical mix. Beautiful. They were fresh. The lavender roses, they were kind of a little bit brown on the tips, but it kept for, I would almost say a week, believe it or not. My mom was able to bring it home with her after the wedding. And that was, we got married on a Tuesday, they left on Friday, and it, it lasted the ride home <laughs> to New York in the car. So did you not have a bouquet? So I actually made my own bouquet. I made a, a paper mat bouquet. I actually have an Instagram now because the dress designer for my wedding dress featured me on their blog. And I decided to give my mat bouquet a proper home. <laughs> Plus, I wanted something that was a, a keepsake for me. I have kind of like a shrine to my wedding right now on our our buffet in our dining room and it's in the a vase and it was a labor of love it took me a couple of months to make it and I just wanted to make it my own closest to my heart was the part of the map where Nick proposed to me in Disneyland we've been to Disneyland Paris as well so I had a couple of maps that I saved from that trip so I was able to make those into flowers. And then I had a chickadee bird that was attached as well. And that was to represent my grandmother who had passed away a couple of years ago. Hmm. And which cake and flavors did you choose? So we chose the, like the white cake with the silver stamps of Mickey Mouse. The top tier was carrot cake. And then the bottom tier was red velvet. 
what was great was my wedding coordinator, she knew I was a pastry chef. So I asked if I was allowed to deviate from the traditional escape package list. And she said, absolutely. I don't think they ever said no to me, which was kind of nice. I feel like if you ask in a nice way and you don't give the wedding coordinators a hard time, usually they'll, they'll work with you the best way possible. <laughs> That's interesting. What other swaps or changes did you ask for? I think that was it. I know that they had sent the list of the music that I could choose from. I walked down the aisle to the Imperial March for Star Wars. I'm not a giant Star Wars fan, but my husband is. So I was able to do that for him. Hmm. And then we walked back up the aisle to Up. Try to think what else that they did that was... Hmm. I don't think I deviated that much. I think it was just the cake that we made the changes for the PDF that they send you is actually really straightforward. So which location did you choose for your dessert party? And do you have any dessert recommendations? The dessert party we had in Epcot over at the UK Lockside. If I would have to choose any location, I would say that was probably the best location you can pick in all of Epcot. (laughs) It's super private. You know, there's not a lot of like, people that are passing by that can get to that area, which was really nice compared to some of the other locations that I had seen before. As far as recommendations, so we did the nacho bar. Since we had lunch earlier in the day and we decided not to do like a a formal dinner, the nacho bar was amazing. We did Mickey Mouse pretzels, which I don't think, I think it said that you get like, 10 per $50 or whatever, they just kept refilling the pretzel machine every time it went empty. And I mean, granted, we had 23 people, but or 25 people, for some reason, those pretzels kept going, and they just kept appearing back in the box. (laughs) So what was really cool is that they don't tell you exactly what they put on the table to like compliment. So They had cheese. They had two types of cheese sauce. They had um, like three types of mustards. And then the nacho bar had all the fixings. And then for desserts, I would probably say my favorite was the carrot cake cookies. And one of my great friends, Julia, she wrapped one in a napkin and put it in my pocket and said, take this for later because you will thank me. (laughs) And... I ate it the next day, and it was amazing. (laughs) And I dream about those cookies. And again, I'm a pastry chef, and I still cannot make the same carrot cake cookies that Disney makes. (laughs) Well, that leads me to another question. As a pastry chef, did you ever consider customizing your wedding cake? Or you just thought, you know, it's Disney, let's do a Disney design? I wanted to go with simplistic. I'm not super over the top. So I just wanted something clean and nice. As you know, with wedding cakes, you can go down a gigantic rabbit hole. And I also do know that those wedding cakes cost a lot of money. Mm. I'm not a fondant person. And I know that Disney does a lot of work with fondant. And that's usually how they make those beautiful character cakes. And that wasn't for me. 
And when we did eat the, the second tier or the top tier over the course of the next few days after the wedding, because we had wound up staying until after the wine and dine half marathon, I ate probably half that cake after the half marathon, which was pretty awesome. But we took the fondant off. It's too sweet for me. Interesting. Okay. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline for your day? Sure. So we got married at 11 o'clock in the morning. I made an appointment over at the Coronado Springs um, to get my hair done. So since I'm not familiar with Orlando and hairdressers or makeup artists, and I use the Diz Brides Facebook group for a lot of information on where to go and who to recommend and all that stuff. But I went through senses. They set me up with the Coronado Springs. So I went there at 7 a.m. with my mom, got my hair done, came back to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and got ready. The limousine was downstairs at about 1030. Um, I know that my husband was at the site probably around 1015 because he had texted me and said that he had arrived. They dropped me off around 1045, and then we took photos in the Polynesian lobby right near where the Aloha Stitch is, and right in the center. And then they took me out to where the tree is by Luau Cove, or Luau Point, sorry. Then the wedding started promptly at 11 o'clock. And we had the violinist, and the violinist went off. And the ceremony was probably about 20 minutes long. We had Rev Kev do our wedding ceremony. Then after, we did a the cake and champagne toast. And we provided the toast to our guests just to say thank you. Um, there was a lot of tears. And then after that, Dean had took us around the Polynesian for a photo shoot, and we wound up finishing, I want to say we were upstairs at the Kona Cafe by 1245, and he had said, he's like, you know, usually I finish my, my photo shoots, but we were, we were chatting with him and uh, with the photographer, and he was taking us to all these like nice little spots. Um, we got the traditional photo in front of the castle, and then down by the dock and just around the grounds of the Polynesian. And then we had lunch. And then after lunch, we took the monorail back to the Wilderness Lodge because that's where um, my husband and I were staying. And before we stopped back at the Wilderness Lodge, we stopped at the Magic Kingdom with a couple of friends. I was wearing my wedding gown, and they let me through the front gate. One of my friends, her fiancé, works for Disney. So he knew somebody at the gate and said she just wants a photo right in front of the train station. We stopped. We took our photos in front of the train station. Uh, there was a photo pass photographer there, and she went to town. She must have took about 100 photos of us in front of the train station. It was amazing. <laughs> And since I'm an annual pass holder, I was able to get those photos for free. So after we went to uh, the resort and we were probably back at the resort at four o'clock, we changed and we wound up going to Epcot because in October there's the food and wine festival. So I had bought a second dress 
to change into because we did our photo shoot the next day in Epcot and we booked a fast pass to meet Mickey and friends in innovations. So we had some time with some characters in my short wedding gown or wedding dress. And my husband was just wearing jeans and a button up shirt. And we took some photos with them. And then we met our party over by the UK Lockside. And we were there probably from about 7.30 to 10.30. And that was, that was our day. Wow, that's interesting. So they didn't hustle you out of your location after Illuminations? Nope. So the two guys that were working the party, they were actually talking to, to our guests. If you know my aunt and uncle, you know that they are extremely chatty. They're awesome. So they were talking to the guys and then they were talking to my husband and they were talking about sports and they were super amazing. So they were like, take your time. Some of my guests took some, some treats home too and nobody said anything, which was amazing. I kind of wish I had more carrot cake cookies. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, but no, they didn't kick us out at all. That's great. And then another question going all the way back to the beginning. How did you decide to travel out to a salon instead of having a cosmetologist come to your room to do your hair and makeup? I stayed with my parents at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And since I was in my parents' space, I didn't want to take up their space with having strange people come to the room. And it was just nice because I was able to go out and have a moment with my mom. So we went out, we went to the Coronado. Then after we had Mickey waffles and kind of just said like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm getting married. (laughs) Never thought I saw this day come. And it was nice just to kind of get out and not have to worry about like people fussing and shuffling things around. And I was carrying my uh, my veil too, so I didn't know if I needed to bring that with me, and I didn't. They didn't want to attach it because they were like, you're not dressed, so we don't want to attach your veil because um, it's just going to pull out. I have short hair, so she was like, we don't want you to pull it out, so attach it, and they told me exactly where to attach my veil. So I was walking around with this veil in my hand, so everybody knew what was going on. <laughs> So that was mildly embarrassing. Um, I don't like being in the spotlight. So when everybody kept saying, congratulations, um, I was just like, yeah, thank you. And just, I just want to eat my Mickey waffles. (laughs) Okay. So what were the most important aspects of the wedding when you were planning where you focused your attention or your budget? So we didn't actually set a budget for our wedding. We knew that we didn't want to... Um, spend a ton of money, but we knew that we just wanted something that was just easy and stress-free. The PDF came, and obviously you could choose everything on there, but we just decided to not go overboard with a huge elaborate wedding. We could have done that somewhere, and We're cruise ship people. We come from cruise ship backgrounds. My husband and I both work for cruise ships. So we're like, well, if we're getting married on land, which would be like getting married in New York or New Jersey, we would have spent a ton of money. But since we're getting married at Disney, we're like, let's kind of just keep this low key. 
Got it. Okay. What aspects were less important where you saved your effort or your money? Probably the floral part, just because it was a part of the package that was kind of an afterthought for me. Um, Since I knew that I was making my own bouquet, I was like, I don't really need flowers. And I wound up making my husband's boutonniere as well out of felt, and it's a felt Mickey Mouse. So I knew that I didn't need like a boutonniere for him. I knew I didn't need a bouquet, and um, I'm not really like a flowery kind of person. So that was the least important. Invitations, I would say, were important. We wanted something kind of functional as well, so we wound up having somebody on Etsy make us, uh, we did the uh, fast pass invitations. So it was a magnet. So most people use those as save the dates, but because we only had 25 invitations go out, we decided to use that as our invitation. Uh, Interesting. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I would have to say just the fact that my family was there, that my brother traveled from so far away. You know, my dad was able to walk me down the aisle. I wasn't a giant fan of the fact that my dad bawled like a baby. I don't like to see my father cry is like probably the third time in my life that I've seen my dad tear up. So, um, but just the fact that everything was just seemed to be perfect um, I always describe and everyone has always said, oh, like you had a Disney wedding and that must have been so expensive. And, you know, that must have flashed by, you know, really fast. And it didn't. I can tell you, I remember every single aspect. It was like a really slow moving blur. <laughs> like I can recall everything that pretty much happened throughout the day. There was one hiccup which was when my husband had reached the wedding site, we weren't set up in front of the tree. We were set up by the beach. Mm. And I remember after the ceremony, he was like, you can thank me later because the wedding coordinator had to move the chairs and everything over to the tree. If not, we were getting married in the sun. Yeah, so they they took care of that really quick. He's like, I've never. He's like, all of a sudden, people just started like climbing out of trees. I don't even know. <laughs> he was like, all of a sudden, it was like I saw it. I didn't have to say anything. I just gave her a look, and he's like, and it wasn't like a nasty look. He's like, I gave her a look, and she just promptly moved everything and had people just come right away. The other bad thing. And I would say if the wedding coordinator tells you to cut your cake for like when you're feeding your husband the cake, less than a quarter of an inch, say no and cut the biggest slice of cake that you can because we were stabbing at crumbs to feed each other. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were kind of stressed out about and then it turned out not to be? I would probably say... The timeline, we're both in like the project management business. So we, we run our lives by timelines and schedules. And I would have to say that that was the biggest thing that kind of frustrated me a little bit was when I'd ask when a timeline, like, well, can you give me an idea of, you know, how this is going to work? And then they were like, oh, well, we'll let you know, like a couple of days before. And then 
I kind of had to poke at it again and say like, hey, still waiting for my timeline. I think that was probably the most frustrating part. But then once I got it and then actually experienced it, it wasn't too bad. Okay, good to know. Any other tips or advice for future couples? Have fun with it and don't stress. <laughs> I read a lot on those Facebook groups and I will say a lot of the times I feel bad for people because I'm just like, it's supposed to be like the, they always say that your wedding day shouldn't be the best day of your life, but it really, it, it's up there. Um, <laughs> Who are these people who say that? <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it, every day should be the best day of your life because you don't know when, when your time is up. And I see that people have, you know, family drama and you just always have to remember it is about you and, you know, your future spouse. Right. Yeah. No, that is great advice. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've shared a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding or a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>